barbecue? Well, of course you do, unless you're some kind of weirdo or wasn't raised right. So if you want to get some of the best barbecue around, check out P3 Barbecue. Our buddy David Estes does it up right. He'll be glad to cater to your next event or just send you some of his award-winning sauce right there to your own doorstep. Go over and check them out on the Facebooks at facebook.com slash P3Barbecue or give old David a call at 901-679-3452 and tell him Whitey Jenkins sent you. Hey guys, this is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color, with Wolfie D every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis. We're talking ECW, WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of Famers on the show with us every Monday at noon, Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Welcome to another episode of Cheap Heat TV Live. I'm one of your hosts, Gene Jackson, along with the other two, Charles Zanders and the one and only Shane Mako. Hey, how bad is that? Uh, how bad is that lawnmower sound outside? It's, it's not. It's not Nothing bad. worse than what we've dealt with before with you. Zanders was just laughing his head off through this so, whole. So I was about to say, so like I'm I'm not even realizing what I'm doing. This is kind of weak it's been for me. And I've got it like I'm trying to get us more views and try to get the like the trying to get the algorithms. So I've got it playing on YouTube in the background of my headset. So it's like playing the intro on both sides of it. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on with Smokey the producer? And then I realized I have it up on YouTube, so it's playing in my headphones twice. So I got it fixed. We're good. But I was like, what the wow. fuck is going on? It's been one of those look days. at look at Mr. No F bomb Xanders dropping an F bomb in the <laughs> this, first my, minute. My life, I'm done with it. I wow. don't do shit anymore. They, 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 yeah, they kiss my ass. I'm done with all right. this. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Coming in yourself, buddy. I'm good. Don't come in that hot. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us, uh, whether you're joining us live or you're watching this later on. Um, so tonight was originally when we scheduled this show, because this isn't on our regular schedule, but we scheduled this show uh, earlier in the week because tonight was going to kind of be like a victory lap, you know, for <laughs> last night's big prestige show. We were going to hear and talk about how great it was or, hey, you know, this could have went a little better, you know. We wish J-Mo had a job Mako out that hard, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so much for my celebration for my birthday. Yeah. 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 So your, your birthday just really sucked now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, we'd be on here like, oh, man, I can't believe the violent gentleman lost on their own show. And I can't <laughs> believe old girl's tits popped out during the birthday celebration. <laughs> but it turns out we can't talk about any of that because – prestige didn't happen now i don't know about you guys um but ever since you know i posted the cancellation 
Um, despite the fact that I've said on this show numerous times, as many times as I possibly could to get this out there, I wasn't running this show in any shape, form, or fashion. I was just sharing the shit on Facebook. Um, everyone starts messaging me wanting to know what happened. And I'm just like, watch the podcast. Um, so about an hour ago, Xander's like, I don't really, I really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) And I was like, well, we're not canceling the podcast. Like we can control that. Um, but we really, I I personally just want to get this out there so everybody can just know. And when we can just move past it, whatever that looks like moving past it, but just let everybody know that's just now tuning in. We're not just talking about the prestige debacle. We're going to talk about some other things as we as we move past it. I've got a new segment that I'm debuting tonight that I'm pretty excited about. That's going to be a, I can't say weekly segment, but a regular segment whenever we do these podcasts every other week, every three weeks, once a month, once a quarter, however, <laughs> however this turns out. Um, it's going to it's going to be a recurring thing. So here we go. We're already off on a positive note because Gary Walters put this shit again. Yeah, this yes. shit again, Gary. This shit again, uh, Gary. And you're thanks, you're welcome for thanks being. For, thanks this for shit. watching. Yeah, thanks for all the positive vibes. Appreciate it. In the chat. You being the super hey. six man tag partner that you are. He likes he likes shit because he obviously keeps tuning in to take that shit. So I'm That's just right. saying that um, shit again, Gary. Where else are you going to go to watch Shane Mako eat live as it happens? <laughs> Hey, I don't right know what here. time y'all eat dinner, but man, I try to. I don't like eating at five because I don't I'm have a set time, but I just try to not do it when I'm fucking broadcasting. You know, like <laughs> but I mean, that's hey, buddy. You? You're a professional. You're a professional. I mean, I don't know. You I don't can know, look at me and tell I eat quite a bit. I mean, most people that probably lose that bet. They'd be like. I bet Gene can't go a whole hour without eating. Like, well, we've seen him do it on the podcast before. That just lets me know that Gene's never seen me wrestle because I keep food on every segment. And every I'm always walking out for something. I'm always eating. It's what I do. Well, unfortunately, I watched you wrestle this morning. And, uh, <laughs> oof, oof, uh, what time? <laughs> it's, it's 7 o'clock when it came out. I, I watched it at 9 because I, you know, okay. yeah, you I don't, don't want to be able to fast forward uh, <laughs> just in case. You know? The new EPW episode came out. Yeah, the new EPW episode came out this morning that featured not only Shane Mako in a, a – I'd be honest. I don't even like – uh, I, I know, I know. I, I, I know I air. I just can never keep up when they air what they air because they show like 14 and also and a lot of gentlemen in tag yeah. team action against. Oh man, I saw those glorious shots. True American, yeah. Trace Hunt, and I saved the those, son man. of Shania Twain. Um, <laughs> that was his name. Trace, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Twain. Or yes. Why do you keep calling him Mark Twain? Which I figured went over <laughs> most people's heads. I figure most people watching Nobody, that yeah, show do not know who the fuck Mark Twain is. <laughs> or, or maybe I'm sure they know who Shania Twain is. So that you know, you you need to better. know who Mark Twain is. You don't know who Mark Twain is. School sucks. It's, it's Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, come on now. All right. Then anyway, so we 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 put it up. We we we've delayed it long Thank enough you. here. So we we hyped it up on the show. <laughs> We were going to put our money where our mouth is, and we were going to run a wrestling show. We didn't say it was going to be the greatest wrestling show. We didn't say it was going to be the best at anything. We just said we're going to run a wrestling show. And uh, couldn't even do that. It right. seemed like now I'm not, <laughs> not going to put words in your mouth. I'm, I'm fixing to hand this over to you guys because you were the the money behind it and and the brains uh, behind it. But from my perspective, talking talking to Charles throughout the week as I do. It just seemed like this whole thing was kind of snake bit from the word go. Like it's just somehow like if it could go wrong, it seemed to go wrong. And it seemed like the first place we went wrong was the venue. 
that seemed to be where it always circled back to every issue seemed to somehow swim around the venue. So kind of give us a, a kind of start at the beginning and kind of get us up to last, was it Thursday when Thursday. We, we finally had Thursday. to pull the plug? It was Thursday that we had to pull the plug. So me and Scott uh, worked a show with Antonio Garza, who was going to be on our show, uh, probably, I think it was last year. And we they had used this venue. Garza talked about how easy it was, how it was going to be like the, uh, he had a breeze going through it. Everybody was helpful. No big deal. And so we started scouting out this venue, got fillers out for it. And then like we kind of progressed through the whole thing, met with the guys and they said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, we're going to promote this. We're going to help y'all out with it. Anything y'all need, y'all got us. We're on y'all's side. After that, I mean, it was pulling teeth. I sent them flyers a month before, and, I mean, it was daily. Me and Scott were reaching out to these guys like, hey, can you promote us at all? Like, it was Wednesday, I th- maybe Tuesday before we even got on their Facebook, on their, like, they said they promoted us on their, like, little scan, like, po- the, the big thing as you wall- roll in. But, like, they they were not helpful in that. Um they, Tuesday, we, Tuesday of this past week. Tuesday of the show. Like, yeah, yeah, like Tuesday. Tuesday show was on show Saturday. Week. Tuesday of the week of the show, of the show. they finally posted anything. Now, bear in mind, every other day, we're getting updates on their page. Hey, concert coming up in June, July, May. Come, come play Blitzball, whatever the hell Blitzball yeah, is. Yeah, but the show coming up on the 26th has been booked for six weeks. Yep. No mention. Uh, yeah, and I mean, like, it's been it's been booked longer than that. We met with them six weeks ago. Like, right. it had been booked prior to that because we had been in contact with them a long time ago about this before we even really had a card set in place. Like, whenever we had just came, like, we barely had a name. And we were already like, hey, this is going to be the venue. It's going to be an easy. It's going to be great. And, like, as soon as they got it up, I mean, like, Scott sent me a message. And it said, it is up. It is. There's a flyer. So I immediately went in and shared that. And within three minutes of me sharing it, it got taken down. And then, like, I reached out to them. I was like, why is this being taken down? Well, it was on the wrong page. Okay. Six hours later, they finally put it up on the other page and so that was another six hours that we just lost in downtime so, <laughs> okay so can i can i break in here because there's there's one little fact to this that's what probably maybe one of my favorite parts of the story um so this is albertville alabama this is a sand mountain amphitheater we're talking about i don't know how many people are familiar with albertville not a huge place even though they are bringing like three doors down and nelly and some pretty big acts there soon that you'll hear all about you just want to hear about you weren't going to hear about this. But uh, when you guys were debating with them about getting this flyer up on their social media, <laughs> the guy you've been dealing with says, well, I've submitted it to the social media department. Uh, now we just got to wait on them. Now, when you say this to somebody in your head, you're picturing like this is like a 10-story building, and I sent it up to the social media store. I mean, I told when, – when Xander's told me, I was like, dude, they're in a room probably six feet from each other. It's just a guy at a different desk. I sent it to the social media department. Now it's on them. And it took six hours to finally get put back up. Yeah, I just think and, that's funny. I mean, that's just oh, the equivalent of, I feel like, like he just, if I feel we like pinned everything on Smokey, you know, like, hey, we all share our flyer for our show. Well, we sent it to Smokey. It's in, you know, it's yeah. in his hands now. So. That's, a, that's exactly like he just how takes one cap off and puts the other cap on. He's like, whoop, oh, here, here's your social media guy. Like, you don't really – it's probably the same guy. 
Like, and I would get that shit handled too. And Smokey would have brought Smokey would have done a better job of communicating with us. <laughs> so, um, like, and like we've even like before that, this has been it's how it's been from the get go. Like, Mako had to deal with the athletic commission, and we got through that. Yeah. I mean, like, and that was not anybody. Like, that was an athletic commission reaching out to us. That was once again the venue asking us, like, "Hey, do y'all have that? Yes, we've got it taken care of, and we were getting it taken care of." And it, after after it got taken care of, there was not another peep about it. But it just seemed like every single time they would throw something in our face, it would just get like we've we've got it handled. Like okay, well the, another one was the fact that the address wasn't exactly what they wanted it to be, so they didn't want to put it up there with a bad address. Like if, first off, let me just say this: if you share something to your page, people can just reach out to you and say, hey. Sand Mountain Amphitheater, this is going to be at this location. Well, your social media department can easily handle that problem. If it's such a massive thing that y'all got to have multiple department for it, then, so they didn't want to do that. So we had to like crop the whole thing, which TJ did an excellent job at the flyer. Like there are so many people that worked really hard on this and we were really like, because I mean, like it, it is not something that we wanted to do. And I'm not even like, this isn't even why this happened. This isn't why the show didn't happen. We were going to go through all these obstacles and still just run the show and do the best we can. But Thursday, probably it had to be 10 o'clock, 1030. I got the dreaded text from Scott that said, hey, man, that's it. And like Scott's not much of a talker, if anyone hasn't noticed before, to get a text from Scott that says, hey, man, is not something you want to get. So Long story short, I contact him. He's like, man, we got a major problem. They're trying to work us out of another $250 just to get this show off the track. And, like, this is already a deep money, like, in very deep into my pockets to get this show even off the ground. And for no social media help, like, for no, like, hey, look, we know you've got to do this, so we're going to do this for you. Nothing. I wasn't getting anything for commission. They were talking about like, and I was I was pretty much done with this venue at the moment they started with the month and not putting the flyers up anyways. They wanted to try to get a ticket cut. Like they wanted to do so much that we're just going to cut our balls off. Wait, and that's, that's, that's the first I'm hearing that. So yeah. on top of the outrageous price y'all were paying for this venue, they wanted a cut of the tickets, even though they weren't helping promote selling the tickets. Or that yeah. it was even happening. And I kind of, I kind of, well, I mean, like, that was a discussion we had had earlier. And I was like, not going to happen. Like, we cannot do that. Like, I'm already losing my ass on this. This is not something I'm going to make a bunch of money off of. So, like, just drop that whole, and they did. They did drop the fact. They said this time we're not going to charge y'all, like, a percentage of tickets. And, yeah, yeah, thankfully. But so nice. yeah, yeah. How I are we mean, supposed to just, share profits with them and Alabama Commission? Like, how are we supposed to give everything? I mean, that leaves us nothing because after didn't, five, they, then we have to start they don't care. And the Alabama but that's Commission, the whole point. I mean, the, whole point was, the point was, we took this venue for one reason, one reason only. We were going to pay the extra money to have a nice venue and everything be taken care of on the harder side of things concessions, food, all that. That's why we agreed on this venue for the first in the first place. Going through all this is one thing where it's like, look, it was supposed to be easy, but they had their hands out. And obviously when you stop giving them, you know, say on what they could do and what they couldn't do, they probably just said, okay, that's enough. We don't need this. We need to put something else there. Or we can just 
you know, take the money and move on with it. I don't know what they were thinking with asking for our ticket prices or sharing. You got our concessions. I mean, what the hell? Like, you got concessions. You got everything else. What more do you need? But they just, they thought that they could take us for a ride. That was the biggest thing is they thought that they were going to be able to see how far they could take me for a ride. And the ride eventually gave out. Like, I'm, I'm still fighting with them. This is not like, this is not the end of this conversation between me and the, the Sand Mountain Amphitheater. And I'm not even saying I'm not going to use their venue again because it might be, my hands might be tied in this situation. But I will be saying I do not support that venue. I do not support the work they do. I thought they were very condescending to me and especially Scott, which probably pisses me off more than anything else. They've been very condescending because Scott's handled a lot of this. Like, I don't know them that well. Scott supposedly knows them a little bit better than I do. So Scott's been being the diplomat in this situation because he's good at that normally, like not in public, but in private, he's very good at diplomating, like kind of taking care of those things. But they've been unbelievably rude to him. And I, and I don't appreciate it. Like, that was the biggest thing is like, it, it was the money. It wasn't even the money because once again, 250 is a lot, but I'm not, I, I wasn't planning on like making money off this. And I had like, I had my ideas. I knew they were kind of pulled this crap, but it was the fact they pulled it on a Thursday. They pulled it and they were rude about it. And they had promised us one price and now they're starting to go up on it. I was just done. I was, I just, I would rather, I would rather fight them and not give them an ounce, not even give them a nickel of concession, make them lose an entire day of all their whatever. I just, I would rather them be screwed on that. But I was just, it, that's why it didn't happen, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm trying not to go too deep into this, but, and try not to get upset about it. Cause I was like, I was very upset about the whole situation because it, I mean, like everybody has been, everybody I've talked to has been really upset because they wanted to like, we had a good crowd coming. Like we had a bunch of, I had reserved tickets and I had to go back and apologize to people like, Hey, look, these reserved tickets we promised you and you've given us money for. I had to give money back. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to say, go take flowers down. I'd go take flowers down, for God's sakes, on Friday or Thursday afternoon. Like, I don't want to do that shit. Well, That's man, we were gonna go. we were going to go hang out and check out the Pro South show. But, I mean, you were, you were so um, over was, that whole situation. <laughs> you didn't really want to go upset. have that conversation 30 times that night. Of, yeah. Hey, what happened? And you would have had everything you just said now, you would have had to say 20 Tom, no, I was, I was, I mean, I was really right. upset about it. It was like not yeah. a, it was a matter of like, I, I've been working my ass off. We all have been working our asses off to try to get this off the ground. And to just kind of, it just seemed every step of the way seemed like a giant kiss my ass. Like that's not what <laughs> that, like the whole thing just seemed like you said, snake bitten from the go. And I'm, it sucked. I, I apologize. I apologized earlier. Like it's just, you know, Scott's apologized and, you know, it's just been not fun. It's just been not fun. No, because I mean, that's a hard decision to make because it's not just affecting you, but all the people you had booked on the show, uh, you know, who suddenly was out of book, you know, without a show on Saturday. And which they were all really understanding. They were all yeah, really and that's understanding. Super cool. Yeah, they, every one of the show guys, I appreciate it. Um, we had already had like one person who wasn't going to be able to make it. And we were trying to get all that stuff kind of situated. But like everybody that we had to speak to and like Mako, Mako did an excellent job of getting that out there and kind of taking care of that nonsense. But like from my understanding, nobody was upset. They were unbelievably supportive. I've had people message me in private being supportive, like, hey man, that really sucks. I'm sorry. You know, that that sucks that they're going through. Like you're yeah, going through with that nonsense. That's that's the, the good news about this is I think you know, if anybody's ever done anything like this, they kinda of understand where they're, they're you know, where we're coming from. So it wasn't wasn't that hard to really explain because, like I said, the price already for the venue was already 
on the, the already on the expensive side. And it's like, look, we already, everybody knew from our podcast what we were going and trying to do. And when that kind of stopped being the goal and now it's just like, man, we could, we could fight through this. We could easily just go ahead and pay and let them, you know, do this to us and say, Hey, look what well, we did it. But at the same time, what do we win out of that? The show was, like you said, snake bitten from the get go. It's like, we we're already fighting tooth and nail to get everything in line. Um, the people like we had, you know, we had cancellations, you know, we, we wiggle some things around. We we're making things work, uh, figuring all that out. And then you get to the, the, the last nail in the coffin is like, Hey, you know, they want another, whatever. And it's just kind of like, dude, you know what we've already dealt with, like with the Alabama commission and, and, and all that, and them not keeping their end. Oh, it's like, so we're just going to hand over another two fifty. We've already all taken losses on this. Like, how many losses can we take? And then we're not guaranteed. At the end of the day, it's also like look at the fans. Like say we did, say 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 we went through with it. Say we, you think Xander's is going to be happy that he had to come out of his pocket two fifty, or if I had to come out of my pocket and we're in this venue that we're not really supportive of, and say say we do well, say say a thousand people show up. You really think I want those thousand people at this venue after what they did? I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm not going to be thrilled about it. I'll be happy they came to see us, but these people are going to. Swindle, oh, you guys did over a thousand people, two thousand. We're gonna need this, we're gonna need that now. Just imagine if we would have went through with it, what they would have hit us on the back end, saying, like, oh, yeah. well, somebody peed on the floor by Cleaning mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were gonna they would they would have found any other way. If we would have if we would have been successful at this, this venue would have found a way to say we didn't keep something in line or somebody did something or whatever, whatever, and it just would have been more and more. So we we got out, hopefully for the better, because I think you know, when we talked about it. It's like we 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 are you know going to come back. We are going to figure this out, but we want to do it to where we're, we're happy about the product we're going to put out there. And going into it with that kind of mindset of man, what do these people you know what do they want? Like good God, it's like we've done everything to a T. We got off our asses every single day. We got a message saying hey hey hey. We all got up. And we all went and took care of it. It's like when is this going to stop? And then Thursday was just like hell. I took off Tuesday, my job Tuesday. Like I was there. I said look, I need to I need tonight off. Cause I need to go figure things out. Cause I was getting messages and I was trying to finagle and move. So I'm thinking Wednesday, I'm like, okay, I think I got everything figured out. I think I know what I can do. Move. And then Thursday here. And I was like, man, by that time I was like, after Wednesday, I was tired. Yeah. I was like, man, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot more than, you know, we should have had to deal with in the first place. I'm sorry, but you know, you pay that kind of money. You would just hope people would take your money, be like thankful for it. And be yeah. like, Hey, thank you guys so much. But no, they wanted every, you know, they, they were going to squeeze that. That orange until there was no juice left. So and and I've heard and they gave us like venue cost of other things because Scott was very inquisitive about other venues and doing other things like that. And like we were getting charged as much as like one of the like big because Gene, you've seen that location. They've got a huge amp like an actual like outside amphitheater with yeah. it, and we were getting charged close to that amount. And like it was just like y'all want to do that, and then still try to work us out of more money because like we're taking up one of your basketball courts. Like, and mind, you, and mind, you, the money, and mind you, the money that they were asking for wasn't even for them. It was more like a, it was more like a we don't want them here in general type situation. It was a more like hey, you know, we want this, but this person over here is handling it. Just raise it up because they're literally just not wanting us in there. It's almost that was like the impression I got. I, I felt like that. They kept throwing up obstacle after obstacle, thinking, "Well, this is we're going to run them out of here eventually." And then finally, you know, they. they so it so off. I, mean, I think that comes, was their intention all along. They just didn't want it. They didn't want it to happen. We're going to so circle back to something else here in just a second, real quick. Let's acknowledge a couple of comments. Uh, Jimmy Street says, "Say, boys, how's it going?" Hey, Jimmy. Jimmy's a friend of the show, host of the Wolfie D podcast that we what advertise up? here, as well as host of the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling podcast, which is very fun. 
wrestling like podcast. Them. And then Damien Saratone says, that Pro South show was lit, I hear. I, I hear that as well. <laughs> Congratulations to Damien, his big victory over Rhino. Beat him, beat him with a door, uh, door, beat door. Beat him with his own move. I mean, yeah. what a, what damn, son. Like, I mean, it's one thing to beat the guy. You got to beat him with his own, his own door. Good, good for you, buddy. Uh, but congratulations to Pro South. I heard that show went really well. Congratulations to our buddies at New Era Wrestling. I hear they had a great show that also Dawson. featured Rhino. Hey, Dawson. Fellow gentleman, uh, Dawson Kimbrell is the Got champ. Got that gentleman's way. Got that gentleman's way. Look at he that. He finally figured it out. He finally. You're welcome, Dawson. I, I, I spoke to him privately, and I'm sure he's not listening, but he is definitely welcome. Seen a clip of poor Ace Haven being gored out of his boots. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that, <laughs> he yeah, paid that, the price for yeah. Damien's win on Friday night. He's like, okay, buddy, <laughs> give this to give this to Damien when you see him. Yeah, that, that looked like they gave him whiplash. I saw that. I was like, man, he definitely got a sword and got that one because I mean, he's jolted. It's like, ah, I was like, yeah. He got gored. Yeah. Well, hey, man, and even Fred at the show, Two Fly, two fly Top was there. I mean, like, he was special guest a, referee. A special guest referee. Coming back to help old, I don't know, I didn't see the match, but I'm assuming he helped old Dawson because nobody likes uh, Papa Cable. I was worried the match might not end because, you know, he's just Two Fly. I didn't know uh, if he if he knew about that three count. I didn't <laughs> he know if didn't we'd know get if there. He was Three Fly or not. <laughs> <laughs> if it's just Two Fly, it's going to be a long night. But, uh, yeah. Damien says, yeah, I'll hold off on that celebration. So, <laughs> so one thing I do want to circle back to, and then we're going we're gonna to call on. it done on the old okay. prestige thing. Um, the commission, the Alabama State Athletic Commission, it's always debatable whether it's even a real thing anymore. Like, I, 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 I one time paid for a license at ProSouth in person. That's been years ago. I mean, probably 2000, like 12 or 13. 16. I have not, I have not seen them folks at a show in years. A few months back, I knew a guy that was planning on coming and running a show in Alabama. And he, and he messaged me and he said, Hey man, is there still a commission in Alabama? I said, allegedly, but I haven't seen any proof of it. He <laughs> said, well, I was going to run a show and I was told there was one and they sent me a link. And he said, I have emailed them three different times trying to find out what I need to do, what license I need, what, what I need to do to be legal. And he said, I can't get them to respond. I go, if they won't respond, the hell with them. Just run your show. And I never heard how that turned out, but I've, I've heard that from a couple of different people. And like I said, I've, I haven't done a lot of shows in Alabama in recent years, but I've never seen them. And, and I hear some promoters just send their shit in to not have any trouble, but it always seems like they just show up at the most convenient times and from what I hear, well, the, they only show reason, up when called. the only reason you guys interacted with them is because yeah. someone. Yeah, uh, they show up because they're called. They don't show up. Someone called they, to go, yeah. hey, these guys are doing a show over here. Yeah. Somebody complained. Um, the, the guy told us, he said, we got a complaint that you're trying to run un unlicensed, un unpromotion, all that. You can go. Yeah, there's no they don't they, they don't know anything. They, they their reach is as far as my house. Like, no lie. They live 15 minutes away from me. They're not leaving their offices. I met both of them. They're not going anywhere. They're getting calls. So if anybody's getting any kind of hassle from the athletic Alabama commission, it is your fellow promotions that are, that are, are calling you in or fellow. And, and, and let me just say this real quick. It could be just people. They don't have to be a promotion. I'm shame on those guys. Cause shame on those people. Shame on those promotions. It could be a friend shame of on all them motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, we won't even speculate on who it is. Cause it could literally be anybody. It, literally it could be anybody. anybody. And I, it, shame you know, on you guys. Like you garbage. You want to know but, what's wrong with wrestling in Alabama and why it's dead and why you might sell out your front row so you say, but you're still not making shit on ticket sales. And it's because y'all stab each other in the back. 
it's why I don't like working in Alabama as much is because it's just a it's a pissing contest between a like it, it's just a pissing contest between all these promoters and who's sailing who out and whatever. Dude, get over yourself. And I'm like, telling you, and, like, and you guys that's got all be, the wrestling's about. You have to all. you have to pay attention with stuff like that because, like I said, they're not keeping your information that private. It's not like I went in there and said, "Hey, how did you find out?" I didn't go in there and ask a single question. It's a very small town in the capital of Montgomery. The guy literally came out and said, look, we don't have a problem with anything. You know, you guys have complied on everything. I just want to let you know that we did get a complaint. And I'm telling you right now, if I wanted to know who it was, I could figure out and I could ask who it was. So as much as you guys want to play that game, we could have. But like I said, we're not we're not doing it to get into that. I'm not we're not I don't care. I could care less. Y'all can try, try, try. I keep trying. But it's just one of those things. Don't you like it was it was stupid. And we could have like, in, you know, that could have been a first episode right there. We could have had this rocking and rolling. We could have been just like anybody else. But the thing is, is when it boiled down to it, it's just like, but I knew we knew that was coming. We knew instantly. And that we was took coming. care and of that. And like that was a, the biggest thing is we took care of that. Yeah, that's the sad part. We knew they, it was coming. Were, we we yeah. knew. We instantly talked about how we would handle if something like that happened. Yep. We already knew. And that's what we said on this podcast. And that's why we've been doing these podcasts, talking about our – is because we said we're not going to do it. We're not yeah. going to sit there and and, and and play the games that everybody else thinks is, is, is good. Man, if you're good at what you do and you, you want to do this, you want to do this the right way, and I, I know y'all think it's a gimmick that we're out there and we act like we're – no, just do it well. Do your own thing and, and do your do whatever you're doing. Just do it well. In order to, to do well, to cut everybody else out, it's kind of sad, man. That's all I'm well, saying. That's, that's, really that's how a lot of – like it's it's they don't like competition. A lot of people don't like competition because, I mean, like I come from Mickey Henry – who is 100%, he's the guy that takes down flyers. He's the guy that will call other shows on other shows. Like, he's that kind of a person. He's so He's the throat. asshole that ran a free show across town from me exactly in right. on exactly When I ran right. in, on a different day than he does. Yep. You know, we had a packed building, and I think I heard he had like 15 people at his free fucking show. We can we can but use a we can, we show, can. to quote Larry David. We can even say, like, you know, the one of the worst days in professional history, wrestling history, is when Shane O'Mac supposedly bought WCW. That day when he bought that, that's when wrestling went. Like, when Vince McMahon bought everybody out, what happened? It got stale. I don't understand the competition. I understand that you want to be able to put on a show that does not matter. But I'm telling you right now, you're killing your own fan base by doing that because everybody needs variety. Nobody's asking you, like, if you really want to, you really want to do this right, how about you message us? Message somebody in charge and ask them what days, you know, we're running or tell us what days you're running. And we will do our part not to run on that day out of pure generosity and say, yes, we want you to be able to do well at what you do. And we will give fans something on a day you're not running. It's really that easy of a fix. And, and fans can like everybody thinks the fans are stupid, but like fans can see through that petty shit real quick. Like the fans can and pan, fans hear it and they will not like you'll have your loyal fans. But those fans will stop because eventually it's going to like your toxic ass attitudes going to eventually leak off into the crowd and that you're going to lose fans that way anyway. Just stop being a piece of shit. And how's how is any of this shit really competition? I mean, okay, if anybody was going to get mad in that scenario, let's be honest. I mean, I was just knocking Mickey Henry. If anybody had a right to get mad in that scenario, it was Mickey Henry because we was running in approximately the same town on the same night. So, okay, maybe you can get a little mad about that. But as far as a show in Albertville is not competing with Gadsden, Jasper, wherever, uh, Huntsville, wherever else there happened to be shows going on last night. 
you're really not pulling the same crowd. There may be a handful of fans that just go to every show they can find. And, and let me say really. this. The guys that were booked, the guys that were booked for these shows, if we reached out to them, they stayed on those shows. They kept their bookings, and we walked away from it. We and didn't we never, buy their yeah, talent. We never, we, yep, we we never tried to go we any didn't undercut them. We didn't say, hey, man, that show sucks ass. Why don't you come wrestle for a real – no, none of that. We literally said, hey, thank you. I know it's – know, you know, I'm glad. Let's you go. That's, you can ask anybody that I message. Anybody. I not once stood, stood and stomped on anything. I never pulled a friend card or, or hey, you know, popularity, anything. I literally hey. said, hey, you know, good for you. Hey, I want to catch you on, on a later date, though. Just keep, you know, I'll keep you in mind. Just know that I'm going to get you in sooner or later. That's, to a that's, bunch of people's that's, credit, to a bunch of people's credit, they turned down a paid booking to do a benefit that night. Yep. Yeah, There were a lot exactly. of people that we had in mind that you guys want to use. With Ox. Unbeknownst to us, there was a big benefit show going on for Ox, and they, they turned down a paid show because they had this benefit. And, and you well, know, I mean, y'all were very I mean, respectful. I was like, oh, absolutely. You know, hey, you know. To dude. pull the curtain back even further, like, JMO was double booked. JMO was actually double shotting. Like, and we were, we were scheduling stuff around so he could do that double shot because we didn't want to put anybody in a situation to where they had to choose because it's not fair. It's just not fair. It's not fair to the talent. It's not yeah. fair to the fans. Like, I don't give a shit about these promoters. I don't give one shit if you're a promoter. I don't. You and you ask any worker, this. you ask any worker, do they want less promotions in, in, in their area? Do they want less places to work? No. Now, what they would say, and I know one of the biggest complaints is one of mine when I first got into the business is, why does everybody run on the same damn days? That was always my thing. And I know you guys have explained to me what that is, and, I, and it makes sense. But at the same time, it's still, you know, you can take a few, I guess, hits here and there, maybe a, a couple few fans, you know, not sure. But to keep everybody to where they can work constantly, in my mind, for workers, that's a great thing. Like every Saturday booked, you know, from somewhere else, like not the same show over and over and over again, you know, because, I mean, that's what it's about. It's about getting exposure. It's about I'm not saying that, you know, we're going to make anybody rich. just like nobody else is going to make anybody rich in this business. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm but sorry. I mean, uh, <laughs> I know who that is. I know who that is. That's just uh, I know exactly who that is. But, okay, uh, well, we're going, we're going to. Yes, we are. I'm in conversations with some videos, some other things like that. Yes, we are looking. Thanks for commenting and making laughing in your face. Yeah, uh, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how professional he sounds. Like, hey guys, is there any? No, I knew inevitably <laughs> that had to be the real question in all this. So I figured you better address it before we move yeah. on. No, we are. We are. It's just it's. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when that's it i mean it's just uh it's a matter of when so yeah we, I mean, we yeah we, we've talked about it. that's why we we stepped away all talking about it. it wasn't like you know we just got little boy tantrum and just threw our hands up and said fuck everybody we didn't do that we literally talked about it we discussed it for a second there a brief probably five to ten minute there was almost a let's go ahead and do it but then i thought about it xander's thought about it and we were like just it's easier just to say no because we can regroup and mind you this was a shit show shit setup but snake bitten all that but i promise you one thing we learned more than enough just off of that failure than anything and that's my thing is it, it, i still now was like i feel like even with not being able to pull that off i feel good about how we went about things and everything that i learned and how to proceed from now on, like now we know what ducks we have to have in a row to make sure because we get a venue now, there there isn't going to be posters made. There isn't going to be. No, when we book that venue next time, there will be a sit down and we'll be like, this is it. This is it. Give me the piece of paper. If anything changes from it's not on us. 
Like that's just hands down. Like it's a solid date. Like any more fuckery, then I'm sorry, but it ain't and, happening. And, you can't change the rules of the game after we've already midway through, and then throw the contract in somebody. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to be dealing with for the upcoming week is them throwing contracts in my face and other things like that. But we're lawyered that's up. A, that's yeah, yeah, multiple lawyers. But that's not a conversation. Alexander Shinora, son. Hey, what up? <laughs> I used to know that one. Just kidding. Bro. We're, 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 we, no one has hired him. They'll say that my sister. My sister met him. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I know guys that know of him, like know he was him. Doing know Comic Cons for a little while, like what? Uh, he's also he's also no no wait no Charles Pittman. My sister met Charles Pittman at a bar. He's off in Tennessee. He ran off. He got that's caught. not a football player. No, it's Charles yeah. Pittman is the way to go. Call eight three three five zero zero. Oh, so it's not Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that Alabama <laughs> hammers. I like those the the, 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 the bander whatever. All right, so okay. Hopefully, hopefully we answered enough questions. If anybody has anything, keep messaging Gene. He loves that. No, don't message me. <laughs> I'm not going to address this anymore. All questions about anything to do with with the word prestige, I just, continental or wrestling. Well, send it to Xander's Mako. Or yeah, Scott. we're wrapping it up, and I just want to say thank you to the, the roster guys. Since we're wrapping this discussion up, I just want to say thank you to all the guys that we had. I hate that a lot of you guys missed a payday because I know a lot of people were looking forward. They were booked. And I know that was last minute. I hope some of y'all feel some of that, that, that date. Cause I know, I mean, we didn't give you a lot of notice, but appreciate nobody like, you know, screaming at me and yelling well, at me. for pulling the stuff. trigger on Thursday and not like, you know what I mean? Like doing it Saturday morning or Friday evening yeah. or something like that. So, well, that was, that was what, whatever. I mean, like I'm, I'm pretty sure I woke Mako up at 12 o'clock or at 1130 whenever I called him. That's yeah, pretty close. Yeah, because I was like, as soon as Scott hit me with this, I was like, ah, dude, we have to decide. Like, no, no discussion. Like, Scott, Scott left that phone conversation, immediately texted me, and then I immediately called Mako, and I was like, Mako, what's like, all you have to, if I have one person vote yes on this, we're gonna go through with it. We were, we, 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 and like I said, we thought about it. We were almost to the yes, but I, like I said, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know a lot of the things that were going on with the venue. I was, you know, I was the, the I was the, the booking and the putting everything on that side. So the venue was already like, I know that was money. So when I heard about it, I knew that we were having a hard time just figuring small things out. And I know that we had dealt with that. I know the venue was constantly poking us and picking at us and yank. So when he was like asking me, like we thought about it. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, $200, we're already in over a head probably anyway. So what's, you know, but then when it just comes down to the venue, just not like being a part of the insurance itself. Like that's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just weird, but it is life. It is. It all is. So, but thanks everybody who you know did not get mad at us, and hopefully you got that date booked. If not, I promise you I'll catch you on a. We'll, we'll get, we're gonna we're gonna come back stronger. I promise. Please, Gene, give us something positive. Do you? I heard you. I know you just said something about a segment. I love segments. Yeah. So uh, I, I've been told that one of the things missing from our podcast is that we need to have you know like some fun segments like they do on other shows. Shows Appointment like television. Or, yeah, like like <laughs> Xander's listens to. I'm not going on blind dates. And no. uh, well, I well, haven't pitched we'll that one yet, but uh, we're they don't have that. they don't have to be blind. Uh, <laughs> no, they definitely. They that was definitely just, no, it was just one it's idea positive. I had. Okay, they could maybe just be deaf or something. But anyway, um, <laughs> so you you always use the term you know peek behind the curtain. So when we when when the violent gentlemen get together to, to travel to shows, or at least back when we were all four in a car together, gas station. Um, my role, my role in the group has always been the grumpy old bastard who's constantly, as he's scrolling through Facebook, seeing these wrestling 
video clips, tweets, all this. Listen to ranting about days. watching matches, or yeah, life in general, new age music, TV shows. I'm just always. I don't get it. I don't. I'm bitching about it. Like, help me figure this out. Help me understand who this. Who the fuck so, is Mark Twain? Oh, he knows who that decided, is. We decided. Who the fuck is Lil There's now going to be a, a segment on the show each week where I pick one of these topics and I'm going to ask you to help me understand it. So I'm going to state my case, and then as the kind of the representatives of the younger generation of wrestling <laughs> here, Xanders and Mako are going to try to help me understand this by either defending it. Or agreeing with me, it's it's stupid, and then we'll just all three trash it for a moment, and then we'll move on. But anyway, so this week's very first, please help me understand with Gene Jackson, and I'm sorry that that was thrown together in like five minutes before we went on the air because I, like I forgot it. I forgot that I was supposed to start doing these tonight. And I was like, oh crap, we need something to put on the screen so I can. There, there it go. is. It's gorgeous. Let's do it. Help me understand. What is with all the profanity in promos and tweets promoting shows? Like, I go scrolling through Twitter, and there's these guys that are on shows that profess to be family-friendly shows, and they're dropping F-bombs all throughout the tweets. And even at the shows, I'm seeing clips from shows where people are, are saying this horrible, I and mean, look, we cuss on the show. God forbid Xander said the F word in the first couple of minutes, but this is a podcast. People know what they're signing up for most of the time if they watch this podcast. But if I take my kids to a show that has pretty much made it known that they're a family friendly show and some clown mm-hmm. in the ring is, is, is cursing, not just like hell or ass, which is, you know, the, the, staples in professional wrestling for years all the way back to the four horsemen days but saying worse Poon, stuff tank that, pie. yeah and and dropping f-bombs in their tweets promoting the show and i understand the defense is going to be it's my twitter i can say whatever the fuck i want to <laughs> and you can please do but i'm just saying help me understand what the benefit of that is to someone who i'm looking for something to take my kids to this weekend and enjoy this guy just said he's going to fuck this guy up this weekend. Let's go see that. All right, guys, help me understand, help me understand that. And, and, and I mean, I've, we've had this conversation, and I, and I love this topic. But it it's also has to do uh, – I'll, I'll say this on the front end. People on Twitter, cut your promos like that. I don't, I don't give a shit. This is the computer. Like, if you're, if, if you're supposed to be on these social media platforms, you're supposed to be – a you know, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, but don't tag, you know, don't say I'm going to be a new era and I'm going to F this, F that and everything else. I get what you're saying, but like it's live shows that are really a big problem because I've lost it on several people that were like flipping people off in the crowd and doing it. I've seen Shay Knowles like hard, like jerk somebody through the curtain. If you ever flip anybody off in my crowd again, you won't have to worry about a payday because I'll knock your teeth out. And it was the right thing to do. It's a, I mean, like, I'm not going to, I can't defend it. It's a um, values thing. Like, it's, it's one of those things where people now think that, like, family friendly is that. People honestly think friendly, family friendly is F-bombs and stuff like that because they see it on their TV shows and they don't care and they let their kids watch it. But that's not the way everybody thinks and is not good for our product. I mean, like, it's just not. Um I mean, it's also got a lot to do with the fact that these these vet the veteran status guys 
don't pay attention. They're not paying attention to the tiniest. So these these guys who are going out there doing it, they don't have somebody coming into the back afterwards and be like, hey, look, dude, I get it. Like, drop F-bombs all you want in the back. But come up with better vocabulary in front of, like, the whole crowd. Like, just do better. Just be a better person. Like Jerry Seinfeld always said, it's like driving a Ferrari. If you drive a Ferrari around all the time, it loses its value. So you don't have to drop F-bombs all the time. Like, come up with, be be smarter. If you can't be smarter with your promos, do like me and Scott do, and just don't cut promos. Like, just hand with the mic, see if you can get your heat, see if you can get your shine, say I'm going to whoop his tail, and then hand with the mic back. There you go. But, I mean, I, I can't defend it. I've never been able to understand cussing on, like, on a microphone in front of obvious kids, like kids in the front row, kids that will absolutely, that, like, if, if you say a cuss word in public and that kid goes to school and say it, like, they're getting in trouble. That There is no way around it, and there is never going to – oh, I mean, like – Awesome. I like it. I, but, I mean, well, like, Okay, so true. I was going to say, not to that's cut like, you but off, but like I know I, I posted this in a group chat recently, and Mako, it was one of the first responses, I don't have a problem with profanity. Obviously, I don't have a problem with profanity in a group chat or whatever, but, like, defend – okay, Mako, defend people saying stuff like that live at a show – and again, see, like, when you, see, see, when you use I the word see. promo, it means you're promoting a match. I it see, means what I I'm see. saying on social media is supposed to promote people coming to this match and me saying, I'm going to, quote, fucking kill somebody. Yeah. Add prestige there's, there's, on Saturday night. If if I was y'all, <laughs> I wouldn't have been happy about that. There's two there's two things that, that always get me about that. It's because I don't mind the cussing at all. But the thing is, is that. When you give guys the freedom to cuss because of their lack of gimmick in this in this whole industry right now, everybody wants to be a badass, and that's just the way it is. They think cussing makes them look cool, which makes you not realize that it makes you have about this much intelligence because you don't know how to put a sentence together without cussing. I'm one of the biggest F-bomb people in the world. I'm pro-South. I'm notorious for it. It yeah, slipped out of my mouth. Way, but, one time. One time. But it's one it's time. Just, it's one time. But let, let me say, it also went with my character because there's no more casual way to drop an F-bomb than I did when I did it in my character or who – my character is me, so let's just go ahead and throw that shit out there now. But it wasn't like – but when I went to a show and I was at a bar show because I've always wanted to do – like in Montgomery – yeah, when I'm, is a whole other thing. And that's what I'm saying. And they were allowed to cuss, but this is when it rubbed me the wrong way. I've seen these guys have character. I've seen most of them cut promos without the cuss words whatsoever, and they're good at it. They mm -hmm. took that damn thing off, and everything out of their mouth became fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was like, are you guys serious? Like, you, I didn't, I didn't care what they had to say. It all became cussing. It became irrelevant. It was stupid. It was like, okay, so when you're allowed to be an adult, you think that's all adults do? You think all we do is sit around and just scratch our balls and cuss at each other? No, it's not what we do. Like, literally, you can do. That's my only problem with it. Now, when I'm talking, when I would say cussing matters and when it can have its way, if that character lives up to that, if Stone Cold is coming to prestige, I don't care what he says because people believe that guy says it. It's who he is. The parents watch Stone Cold. They know who Stone Cold is. It's not like following Cena. If Cena drops an F-bomb, you got a million kids out there that love John Cena, and they'd be like, oh, did he? But then if Stone Cold said it, we'd all be like, hell yeah, but that's character. You must build up a character that can actually get away with it for me. But when you got guys that are five foot two and they've never done anything a day in their life, and they're like, I'm going to go in there and kick some rock, rock, rock. But it's like, dude, you're overcompensating. That's what and it's nobody, stupid. nobody around here or anywhere close to here exactly. at any level is Stone Cold Seaball. And even Austin had a line <laughs> he wouldn't cry. Yeah, and I, I mean, mean yeah, he's not he, he wouldn't. But if 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 there was a guy like I said, like even if I'm not gonna bring his name up, but 
like even Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is probably one of the most lackadaisical, badass people on the planet when it comes to just being Kevin Nash. If Kevin Nash was coming to Prestige and Kevin Nash was like, you know, I ain't got a whole lot to say, but anybody gets in my way, I'm going to knock them the F out. And then you're going to be like, hell yeah, that's what Kevin Nash would do because you'd be behind Kevin Nash promoting it that way. And I still when don't think Kevin Nash would do that. Kevin Nash is too <laughs> professional to do yeah. that. Yeah. But if he did it, you you understand, like, you would not be offended. You would laugh. You would actually be like, hell yeah. You guys are – when I see it, I don't mind it if it's coming from the right person. Like I said, there's bar shows and whatnot. Everything that's PG-13, it's weird. If you cross a line and you know you're going to a, 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 a kid – event yeah there's no reason for you to be cussing whatsoever but we were just in a fair uh, or no a comic-con and he a comic con a, a veteran guy that's older dropped. than me yeah is cussing at a comic con like yeah. how do you defend that this ain't some goofy ass kids around and that's what i'm saying cool. that's, that's, that's a guy a that bet. should know better that's a guy yeah. who should know but at the same time i also you know i will say think that when he came back to the back i don't know how he felt because i didn't get to talk to him about it but i do feel like when you're in the heat of the moment and you're like cutting on somebody that's wwe guy by the way he was cutting a promo on they it. rode in a car together to the show they <laughs> yeah. sat at a goddamn table together all day he wasn't that heated that he had to cuss in front of what the comic my thing is, is like come if on, you get the ball rolling yeah. Come on! Are we, are we that? Are we that? That's the uh, my thing is this. I think he said. I think I think he said GD. I don't think he dropped the F bomb. I think he said GD. Right? He said a couple. I, he, he had a couple. Yeah, I, and I know my I thing. Thought was, he said like, fuck. But I know he said GD. But I thought yeah. He said see, fuck. my thing is is like I remember Takiri being at an event and he was he wasn't cutting a promo. He wasn't even really supposed to be speaking, but the match wasn't going his way. And it just got prolonged and prolonged and prolonged and pro and he was just getting just beaten out of the, the spot and it wasn't working. And he under his breath said GD and a fan heard it and they went back and complained. And it was just like, you know, we didn't come here and blah, blah. And Takiri meant no ill will. He didn't mean it by any means. He said it. But at the same time, I mean, I guess in my long life, sometimes we're human, man. Sometimes, I mean, hell, I mean, I don't, I don't mean for people to hear when I'm speaking to Xander's on the apron or something, but I mean, that's on us. I mean, even then, but that's another thing too, is, I mean, I mean, you, you're right about the Twitter and the accounts. I mean, if you're trying to get your character across and that's what they're going for, take a step back and realize or, or your character's not, your your character's not, you don't have a character. Yeah, so my thing is, but I agree dinner. with profanity being in this business because I grew up with suck it and poontang pies and apple yeah. strudels, and I loved it. I don't give, I don't have a problem with it, but it was always put in the right place, and it was always very, very well thought out. Even when it wasn't, it fit. Like, I mean, we grew up with them flashing boobs and stuff, so I mean, come on, this attitude there is a lot different. I still have a a liking to that. I wish people could figure out how to intertwine that. Because if I do a show here, I'm doing it at a bar. And I promise you it will be kid-friendly. But I'm also not going to put a filter on guys. I'm not going to have – a guy gets out there and he starts screaming F, 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 F. I'm yanking him. I'm be like, yeah. that's not what I meant. But if you went out there and be like, hey, I heard that we got some shit kicker in the back that thinks he can put his boots on and just walk on people, I would not have a problem with that person saying that. I'd be like, hey, I told you you have kids. I kind of hope your kids are like how I was raised. You can't take a little bit of profanity. I mean, then I mean, if, if I take my kid to a bar show, I can't then, get offended. Yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I bring and my see, kid to the local community center, there's a yeah, to, exactly. uh, to something that's billed as like just a family Bill. friendly show, then no, and I, I should have to, I I should have to have that conversation on the way home. I still want kids to be there. It's going to be outside. It's going to be attached to uh, a gaming bar, so it's not even like a not a raw raw biker bar it's like a, you know but that's that's the venue i'm looking at but now it's not but, it's not just it's not just cuss word like this yeah, is it's my not. thing with cuss words it's because it's all stuff like that like and we all know somebody like maybe not just one person but we all know that some person who gets out there and just 
doesn't think and says whatever they feel like saying, and it always makes the shit worse every time. It yeah. never makes it better. It never your cuss words and promos. You're shooting the birds and calling everybody f bombs and calling people the r word or whatever. Like saying you're a racist or you know stuff like that. Never, never. Me swiping left on somebody gets just as much heat as this. Yeah, it yeah. has nothing positive to no, the show. Never. That's it never. It makes saying. it worse. It it's makes just people like stop paying attention. It's, it's flipping cheap. a bird is cheap shit. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, we can get just as much heat doing that. Just means you're not. Yeah, I remember back in the day, I get it, Ric Flair and all them guys. Yeah, I mean, that was when it was starting. It was a big thing. It was a huge gesture to flip a bird. Now it's like, what, what, what? You couldn't think of anything original. You couldn't, you couldn't like, you know, you couldn't give them the pinky. I mean, you, there's so many things you can do around it now to be clever and make people even matter. Like somebody flicks me off. You think I care? I just go, ooh, you know, I just, I throw it back. I had it happen to me. I had it happen to me this week. (laughs) I mean, that's the point, though. It doesn't take talent. You can pull any redneck goof off the street and and sit him out in front of a crowd of people with their kids and have them flip birds and cuss, and the people will yell and get mad. That doesn't mean he's a good heel. It no. just means he's out offending people. It doesn't take talent. It doesn't take skill. It, it just, most of the people that do that stuff, and I will, it, they are. They're redneck goose. Like, that's honestly how I feel about people who have to do that kind of like, and, I, and I'm and i even a firm believer in cheap heat, into the, but like, it's the wrong kind of stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, you're, you're taking the TV. I named it that because yeah. I've always yeah. been known but, for but that. But Gene, you like, have to admit, though, you have to admit, like, when you're growing up, I know you like the attitude era just like anything else. I know that. You know, you're asking, like, you know, help you get it. But I know you understand the concept of I know what you're saying. I think it does have a place. I actually honestly miss it. I miss that the was adult booked. part of it. That was booked. There was so much of that stuff that was that was planned. Yeah, and out. that's fine. It's fine that it's but booked. It's but, never, time, but what's happening now? Players, okay. They, they Without turning this in, look, this was supposed to be a five-minute fucking thing that's going on for 20. <laughs> Let me say one more thing, and we're going to shut this down because it's got to be over with by seven, and we ain't even touched on something else. <laughs> WWF picked an audience in the Hulk Hogan cartoon era and they pretty much grew with that audience. So the kids that watched the Hulk Hogan cartoon were teenagers when the attitude era rolled around. So when you had to suck it and the, and turn it sideways and shut up a candy ass and nah, and all that, it was a large amount of those were teenagers who had watched in the, in the Hulk Hogan era and all that. And then they kind of moved on away from wrestling. And that's when they circled back around to the new PG era because you picked so back Cena. up kids again for Cena. So now okay? we're adults again. So, yes, I'm not going to. I know the attitude area. We're long gone out of the fucking attitude area. I get Thank that. You. But people want to defend everything with the attitude. Where's Steve Austin? Steve Austin was 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> when The Rock comes back to Raw, he don't say all the shit he used to say back then. When's the last time they said. <laughs> how is how is him saying the silly shit pie and in, innuendo, innuendo, not actual words? The Rock never said fuck on Raw. Well, nobody should ever show me where he did it. No, nobody should not. It was innuendo. It was stuff you could say on television that they say on all the TV shows. Yeah, fucking not, not That's just that's a no no. I mean, if guys people are, do, if guys are, and people think it's okay, and it's not. Did, it's when not did right. when did the rocker Austin call somebody a pussy? Ever, as Never. I heard someone say on TV recently. Yeah, on a independent wrestling television show. Yeah, yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Oh no, the rock. The rock. I'm not just referring to that person. I'm referring to a lot of people, but he's yeah. the most recent. Yeah, the rock. 
The Rock's always been good at the and I always thought he was genius anyway. Like he's always been better than anybody in the in the business at never being have to say it. That's how it should always be. Everybody, now, you want to be anybody, be the Rock. Now let's okay. Speaking of the Rock, the Rock in his recent tweets, he'll be promoting Young Rock on NBC, and he'll drop the F word in there, which I think is probably a bad move. But whatever, he's the Rock. He can't do nothing to him at this point. He's he is what he is. But my Gee, point he, is, he, I'm not talking about raw. I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm talking about just for what Damn. we're talking about, independent wrestling on the that. level that we're talking about. I well, just don't understand. I, do, I, think you, I don't understand it. I don't think. I think. I think you understand about as much as we like. You don't. We're not going to be able to talk you out of that one because I agree with you on that. I don't think. No, you're not because the things that you're agreeing with, you're saying it depends on the situation and the venue. If you're in a bar yeah. where that talk's acceptable, I agree with that. If I go yeah. to a bar show, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't know. To, I don't know how to get you. I don't think there but is. These a place people to aren't. You. These people aren't doing this on bar shows. Are my yeah. point. Yeah, and that means it's not. It shouldn't be allowed. And that's. Just, I mean, that's and that was my. Yeah. That was my whole point. I didn't want yeah, to say I mean, you I should never cuss ever in any situation ever in professional wrestling. No, if, bar show, whatever. Now, me personally, if I go to a bar show and I want to get heat, I'm going to go the other way. I'm not going to cuss. I'm not going to cuss. I'm I know. I'm going to be clean be. To, to, to go try to do the I'm gonna shame. I'm going to shame people for cussing. Yes, because everybody, <laughs> like you said, everybody's going to lose their mind. F word, every other word. They're going to just yeah. run it yeah, in the I ground. So now I'm going to go I the wish, other way. I wish there was a blend. I wish there was, like, I mean, I wish once you took the. I wish never going to be. Yeah, there's not. And I don't think, any, I'm being honest right now, cussing never bothered me, but fuck and all that, we all know. You know, you know, you got to treat it like it's TV. Like you have to treat it like you are because you are. So, I mean, if you're dropping F, maybe I mean, if you're going to say the word F, I mean, unless it's just a huge mistake like I did. But if you're going to actually say it, there should be a buildup. Like, look, I normally, don't, you know, like I feel like this should be like a, almost like an entrance to the F bomb. Like, look, I don't say this word a lot, but this is how I feel right now. And then. Fuck Take the this. kids outside because you know I mean? I'm fixing yeah. the safe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay. I would be like, that's about the only time I could allow it. Like, look, you know, I even believe like John Cena would give some huge, big, grand thing before he actually said just a bad word in general. Like, if he was just like, you know, but that's something. Yeah, but I agree. I agree with you 100%. Like, if it's a PG show, it's at a church or it's whatever, or they're on their Twitters and they're just F, 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 F. I mean, it doesn't belong. And you should know, but they should, everybody should know better than that, though. That's. I don't well, know if, it's, right. if it's happening, if it's happening on your show, you've got a bad, you've got a bad boss. So. Okay, so <laughs> we were going to take some time to talk about EPW. Now yes. we can't because we talked twenty we minutes. We got two about. minutes. Let's get it out. What are we talking about? We're talking uh, about- so next Saturday night, the se- the second, we will be at EPW for their television taping. Uh, I will for, be. The, the gentleman uh, will, Sanders be will be. Gene Jackson will be there. Uh, Gene will be. I hear Whitey's coming. Scotty's <laughs> going to be there. I don't know if Mako's coming or not. Mako's been beat uh, up so much. <laughs> rumor, rumor has it that he may not be there. I don't know. That's. Just, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Now, I, haven't to, I haven't talked to Whitey, and I haven't talked to to whoever else is going on. I got to figure out where I'm at. I don't he's know. He's on a I'm losing doing. streak, man. He, he's uh, lost a lot. I'm not even, I'm not even, even when I lose. Says, that's a pretty blouse you have on Charles. Thanks. <laughs> I, I take my style from you. I appreciate it. So speaking of that, not your blouse, but speaking mm, of APW, I, I, uh, Whitey Jenkins sent me this picture earlier. And it's like, I want you to make them explain this on the show. Now we don't have time to explain. Now, are we going to have a podcast next Sunday? Because that would be our regularly yes, scheduled yes. podcast. Show this picture. We'll get, so next we'll, Sunday, Charles Anders, and we're going to make Scott Morgan come on here, too. They're going to have to explain the meaning behind this picture. 
Mako, yeah. what the hell is going on here? I am fat. <laughs> I am fat. <laughs> well, besides that, I mean, <laughs> y'all talk about me. Y'all talk about me eating all the time, like man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> And that the gas show station, is all the rails. Station sushi, that gas station sushi catching up, yeah. man. Uh, Smokey, you Smokey, were just saw, Smokey just saw that picture the first time. As you can see, <laughs> he is not impressed. Hey, look, you know the gentleman. You know how the gentlemen are. The gentlemen do their own thing. We, we'll have to discuss that on the next show. But, you know, the gentlemen. On those shows, man, Whitey's got me somewhere. Gene's got them in another place. Like, you know, or no, we're all, all over the place, man. I may not be available next Sunday night. I may have Waddy Jenkins sit in for me. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. did they, did they low blow somebody for you guys? I don't know the, you know, the context about that. So, yeah. I mean, they could so just, we'll yeah. discuss it next Sunday. We'll discuss yeah, it may, Sunday. Uh, and also one more thing. Uh, the comedy yes. show coming up Saturday, April the 9th. Our uh, headliner due to some scheduling issues. Tim Statham will not be there, but. A very funny guy, Lavelle Galloway, is going to be stepping in as a headliner. You're also going to see me, Whitey Jenkins, Dave DeBoe is going to be there. All very funny people, except for Whitey, but he's going to be there anyway. Um, so check that out. Saturday, April the 9th at Happy Hour Comedy Club in Anniston, Alabama. Showtime's going to be 830. Uh, people keep saying, hey, I'm going to come see you do comedy. Nobody's done it yet. So there's a good time to come April the 9th. Come check it out. And then turn to tune in next week when we find out what in the world is going on here with the violent EPW, gentleman shaking EPW hands with this weekend. Be there this weekend. Night. You may you may find out what I that's all about. I may have Saturday to show up this weekend just to find out what the hell that was, Madame. Yeah, Mako may be inclined to come now just to find out why. I probably won't, I probably won't be getting in the ring though. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of banged up over here. You know, I'm taking two <laughs> punched in the face. Off ladders and stuff. You know what I mean, man? Keep getting cheated. All right. Beat, beat by little people. I'm going to guzzle this garlic sauce and eat the rest of this pizza and try to get on the Xander's level over there. Let's get it. Cheap heat. Oh, okay. Well, well make sure you watch, rewatch it later. Thanks, Justin. Fine. Super, it's, it's, super excited. It's riveting. It's, so check it out. <laughs> check out later when they argue. See y'all next week, is what you said? Yes. Next Sunday next night, Sunday April night. the 3rd, for another episode. Of cheap heat TV. That's swiping. Unless, unless Sanders and Mako cancel.